Oh, Steve! Oh, Bailey, you're hurting my damn ears. That's not true. <laughs> How, How are you doing, doing pal? Oh. oh, wow, shit. Jinx. <laughs> How you doing? Uh, I'll go first, I guess. I'm doing great. Vibes are up. I'm currently, you know, doing accounting, but not feeling as stressed. Uh, going to have a fun weekend, going to a wedding uh, for my cousin. On Saturday, Sunday, going back to Pittsburgh for the third weekend in a row. Very excited about that. Going to see the Rolling Stones. If you don't know anything about me, classic rock is my vibe. Um, and, uh, yeah, it should be a fun week. I'll be staying there next week. So uh, we'll see about what we do with episodes. Um, and we're going to have a very great guest soon. Don't want to spoil anything yet. But we're really excited about him coming on. I think uh, you hockey folks will really enjoy it. But, yeah, how are you doing, Bailey? I'm doing great. I could be doing better. My team lost this week, so there you know, I hold that L for a minute. Uh, but other than that, it's going good, man. I uh, I got a hundred percent on one of my digital marketing classes, uh, on one of my digital marketing assignments, and he was like, "You, I got a lot of compliments on it from my professor." So I was pretty, I was pretty happy about that. That made my day a little bit. It's good to hear, man. I I, I kind of missed the the being in college. Maybe not like so much like going in for tests. But I will say, going in for for tests is much better than preparing for a damn deadline and trying to make sure your bosses don't hate you. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's absolutely. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's definitely uh, college experience speak- is great. By the way, yeah, like, well, actually, being no, on no, campus you- is is so much better than the online experience. First of all with COVID happening and all that. And I'll maybe bleep that out because I don't know what the rules are in saying, saying that word, but whatever. It uh, Being on campus is so much better. You get to see your friends, get to like, even going to class itself. I miss that right now. Yeah, no, and I 100%. I mean, my last year in college, I lived off campus. But even still, when you're on campus, there's not much you can do. You couldn't go visit people in other dorms. If you got caught, you were in big trouble. Um, you had to wear a mask everywhere. They said you had to wear a mask outside. There's no shot I'm wearing a mask on the way to my car. Sorry, pal. I'm taking the mask off. There's no one near me. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, it, 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 being in college, definitely something I miss. Um, I'm sure you miss being on campus, too. It's definitely a vibe that you you don't realize you, you enjoyed it as much until you're, you're, you're living away from campus and that whole college life. It's definitely something that's very special, a lot of fun. You know what I miss most? What? Going to RMU hockey games. I miss it too. Well, guess we'll get into that now. Uh, hockey's back. College hockey is back. I know we have discussed the NCAA team at RMU, both NCAA teams, sorry, getting uh, cut. Uh, we'll we'll keep updating you guys on that, by the way. But but for now, it seems like things are pretty Stagnant. leveled out. Yeah, we'll, we'll wait a couple weeks. So it'll probably be big news on like how someone did something really bad under the table or behind closed doors. But either way, we still have my team buzzing around. Um, ACHA Division One RMU hockey looking good this year. Um, starting out ranked 11th in the country. Um, I don't know if we talked about it on previous episodes. We used to be ranked second um, last year, uh, which is very rare for, for us. It's it's this big achievement growing, growing the, the, the team there. Um, 
which just goes to show we're successful at almost every level of hockey, which is sad, you know, even more see the NCAA team go down. But besides the fact, they, uh, two games this weekend, Bailey, two games. Canisius ranked 15th in the country last year. We smoked them twice last year. Um, and this year they're unranked. Did you watch the games? Did you did you uh, did you see did you see anything about the weekend? I unfortunately had work at the same time as both those games, so I didn't get to see either of them. I wanted to watch them, but you you kept me updated on some things. But yeah, I didn't get to see any of it. Yeah, so I guess take you guys through a brief uh, little tidbit here. Um, first game, a little bit ugly. Ugly hockey. I mean, you expect that. It's the first game of the year. Um, pulled out an 8-1 victory. Um, the new player on the team, Roman Kramer, he's a junior, I believe. I could be wrong. He's from the NCAA team. Uh, didn't want to leave the area, I guess. I don't really know the whole thing. Talked to him the other night. Very, very nice kid. Um, put up four goals, though. <laughs> one game. I think one came at the end of the second and the rest the other three came in the third the guy's an absolute weapon he just moves through. you could tell that it's not like straight speed he's better but when he gets his speed going you know kind of like a derrick henry you could tell there's like it's just a there's a difference yeah you know where he's like derrick henry and the rest of the guys are like you just like antonio gibson you know what i mean like you you could just tell he's he's gone um but yeah, very good game. Friday night, eight-one victory, um, and then Saturday I went to the game. Horrible performance, uh, you know. And th- th- I forgot to mention they're missing their second-line center. He's also like a race car driver, or whatever. He just got a concussion in his last race they just had, so he might be out this weekend as well. But besides the point, they were much better than this team. They let this team stay in it. Um, pulled out a five-four victory. Um, but yeah, I, I think that they're going to be good this year. Freshmen stepped up in that second game. That's what really got them, uh, the W in, in such a sloppy performance, but I'm excited to watch them and keep up with them this year. Um, they're starting, they're, they're starting to do broadcasting, not through their previous network, which used to cost money. Now it is being streamed through Twitch. So tune in on Twitch. I believe it's army sports, something like that. We'll figure that out. Um, it, it's it's definitely very cool to watch good hockey, and I think you you, you guys would enjoy it. So, uh, just keep you updated. Two one zero to start the year. Really happy to see my boys come out hot. And uh, they got a game tomorrow night, Bailey against West Virginia, and then they have a game this weekend on Saturday. I don't know against who, but guess you know, guess what I what schedule I have on those two days. Work. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to miss both those games again. So I'm just never going to watch a hockey game uh, for RMU. So I'm going to have to hold that L, too. I'm holding L after L right now. But whatever. What, what are you going to do? I have you. You'll update me. You'll up, and we'll update the, the pod. You know, we're 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 on oh. RMU Hockey Watch right now. Hell, yeah. And I, I won't be watching Saturday. Okay. Sadly, I have that wedding. But. We'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll keep you guys updated. Uh, please support the team. You know, supporting that team helps support the entire program. You know, hockey's a big family at RMU and in all worlds of hockey. So definitely tune in. Maybe help Howard realize that he's an idiot. Um, but anyways. He'll never admit it, but. <laughs> maybe he'll realize it deep down, though. So 
We're going to move on. We're going to move on to some uh, football, NFL, because that's why we're here. This is uh, week three of the NFL of the NFL uh, season. That's the word I was looking for. That's a difficult uh, word to remember, huh? Yeah, uh, it, it, English is hard. English is hard sometimes. I yeah. get it. So let's just <laughs> hop into it. Uh, we had the Monday night game, which was a blowout. It was not fun to watch. I mean, it probably was if you're a Dallas fan. 21 Philly, 41 Dallas. Wow. I mean, Dallas's offense uh, is proven that, you know, they're the real deal right now. Yeah, I mean, it's I I I could have I could have foreseen the Eagles having having a big game just cuz, you know, Jalen Hurts and that offense. Like, I don't know what it is. I see them being a very up and down team. They'll have games where they can maybe contest with top teams, and this is my my opinion. But I also see games where they're just flat, and and you know Jalen Hurts made some great plays that game. I, I mean, I said that he, I thought he made some great passes. He made some difficult plays out of the pocket. He was scrambling around, throwing the ball, doing his thing. But all in all, I mean, the, the Cowboys were the better team, and 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 even their their secondary even showed up a little bit with Trayvon Diggs getting a pick. Um, you know, I, I I think a lot of people have been waiting in Dallas for Trayvon to to kind of pinch in there and, and, and make some magic happen for that team knowing that his brother Stefan Diggs and and seeing the success he's had um, but yeah what, what do you think Bailey what do you got for us uh, I mean this pretty we predicted it we said the Dallas would win and uh, Ezekiel Elliott's warming up right now you see what he did 95 yards two touchdowns yeah I mean, yeah and he seems to be running a lot differently than before. I feel like he has a lot more aggression all of a sudden. I think he's realizing that he he has competition and that he needs to actually fight. Because that's the thing is when you give a, a any position, really, if you give that person a lot of money and if a lot of it's guaranteed, there's no guarantee that, that person's going to try as hard as they did before. Because, you know, Ezekiel Elliott came in in the league and, you know, he has to prove himself right off the bat first couple of years he's got to prove that he's a player he's got he wants to stay in the league and i think that when you don't have competition and you have a big contract you kind of i think it just becomes natural to become kind of stagnant and just you know what's it roll with the flow and just do your thing and not try your best every time whether you do it consciously or not so i think having competition with tony pollard is, is actually going to help zeke a lot yeah, I I honestly thought I was gonna have to go into that, but you stole the words right out of my mouth. I mean, I, I dude, Pollard has stepped up this year way better than last year, um, and and honestly, I think in a way that might make Zeke more comfortable, um, knowing that it's kind of like in hockey where you got that one-two punch of goaltending, knowing that you're not letting the team down. It's not getting your head as much if you're having at least someone back you up. Now, if you're someone who 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 is afraid of competition, maybe that'll hurt your play. But it seems like a guy like Zeke, he's seen, uh, watching Hard Knocks, seems pretty genuine human being. He seems like a team guy. That might actually benefit him. He might now start putting up more performances like this where he's able to run the ball, feel like himself, and knowing that if he has a bad couple of runs to start the game, he's got another – he's got a second running back who's going to come in take over and get the job done and and it pains me to say because i i'm not a cowboys fan they're in the division of washington but that team is looking dangerous and now i'm starting to think that 
Dallas is going to be the runaway team with this division. That's what it certainly feels like right now. They seem like they are playing really well. Uh, also, love my tight ends. So shout out to Dalton Schultz. Two touchdowns, 80 yards, and six receptions. Solid game, my guy. Keep that shit up. I love when tight ends play well. It's my favorite thing. I love tight That's my favorite position in football. Love it. Love a person that can come in and block when they need to. Excuse the voice crack. I, I heard it. I love a guy who can come in and block and then also just make plays. It's so... Because, you know, I played O-line, and I know that being in the trenches and blocking every every play, you don't, you don't get any glory. And for a long time, tight ends didn't really get that. No glory for the tight ends unless you're like a Shannon Sharp, uh, Tony Gonzalez type. So I love seeing, I love seeing the tight ends play well is my point. So... Love. No, and I agree, dude. Like, O-lineman, it's not the prettiest position. It's like a defensive defenseman in hockey. You know, they may block shots. They have perfect gap control. They may not even hit everyone. They just might get their job done. But at the end of the day, you know that without those guys, those guys who do the gritty shit, they get the stuff that, that the they get they get into those hungry areas, the ones that aren't, aren't uh, as pretty to – to, to to watch or, or to or to really kind of dissect but when those o linemen now unfortunately people kind of group o linemen as the whole o line so you could be doing your job great but you're still going to get trashed on if the rest of your guys aren't doing their job right because um, there are plenty of offensive lines that have like a really good offensive lineman and everyone else is garbage and then everyone's just like well their o line's terrible and you gotta just sit there and be that one guy being like well i did great so i don't <laughs> i don't know what you exactly. mean exactly Exactly, and that's the sad thing is that's a core unit right there where they have to be working together. If one guy's not doing his job, and you got a guy like you know Chase Young or or um, or one of the Bosa brothers running at you, and you're you're screwing up, it looks bad on the rest of them. So uh, no, I'm glad you brought that point up. The O line need a captain. That's a that's a fact. And I if you don't have a strong leader on your O line, it causes problems. You need a guy on there that's willing to just yell out whatever needs to be told. There needs to be so much communication to the O line with all the stunts and splits and blitzes. You gotta the whole O line needs to mesh well together, have good chemistry to be able to block everybody. If that O line's quiet and timid, it's just not gonna get it done no matter how good they are. No, hundred percent, man. But anyways, um, I think we can move on unless you want to touch on anything else from this game. No, let's go uh, into my uh, depression. We got Packers 49ers, prime time on Sunday. And uh, Aaron Rodgers is the GOAT. That's that's the that's the main thing I got from this game. Dude, I called yeah. that shit, by the way. Like, we scored that touchdown. I have the text. I tweeted it out on, I think, my personal account. But we tweeted, my friend texted me, and he's like, bro. Like, what he really said is Bailey nutted right now because we got that touchdown. <laughs> it was Kyle Juszczyk. And I was like, dude, Kyle Juszczyk, he's a beast. 20 seconds seconds left. We got this. But you know what? Aaron Rodgers got ice in his veins, so you never know. And then they fucking Aaron Rodgers, two passes, gets a touchdown. Or not touchdown, sorry. Gets in the field goal range. Field goal wins him the game. Fucking so sad to see. Ugh. Yeah. I, it, Bailey, I, I wouldn't be too upset. I, one thing I do want to say is Aaron Rodgers is back. He's back, and, and, and that first week was a fluke. We can all admit that now. Now, stats, yeah, he's not throwing up 300 yards a game, right? He's not he's not putting up those numbers that we all know Aaron Rodgers could throw up. But that drive is what 
guys like Tom Brady do. They're winners. They don't have to look so great on the stat sheet. They will win you the game. And that's why I always touch on Baker Mayfield. Yeah, he's not pretty. You know, he may he may have a lot of hate, but for his team, he can get them to win. A little bit different because we all know Aaron Rodgers could probably do that with, you know, not having the best receiving core. But Aaron Rodgers definitely looked great. He had support from Jones getting 82 yards. And on top of that, wow, Bailey, I knew you were going to touch on it. Devontae Adams, what do you have for us? I hate him right now. <laughs> he's so good. He's so good at he's so good <laughs> at his position. He's he's definitely one of the top receivers in the league. And Aaron having Aaron Rodgers throw to him as well is so insane because he can literally put the ball in the perfect spot to where Devontae Adams can make a catch. Even if there's a guy on him, like like Aaron Rodgers can put it in the exact spot where only Devontae Adams can catch that ball. And he does it all the time. Aaron Rodgers throwing darts. The whole game. Just uh, do, menace out there. Do we do we put up a poll on Twitter saying who's the better duo, Patrick Mahomes, Tyree Kill versus Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams? Because I'm going to say this. I do think that Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams are right. probably the better duo. Right now, absolutely. Mahomes has other weapons, and that's what gives Tyreek space. But, dude, I mean, you look at the, the, the what Mahomes has versus what Rodgers has, and you see that connection – like you said, he puts those in those spots where he knows that Adams can can catch the ball. And Adams knows what he can do. It is a very a very interesting, very cool uh, thing to watch. Their chemistry is unbelievable. And um, Tyreek Hill's a big play getter, you know? Like, he'll get, like, the 80-yard touchdown, and that'll, like, make his stats look insane. Where I think Devontae Adams gets a lot more catches and that adds up to the yards, and he can get like a really long touchdown. But mainly, it's it's these like twenty yard plays where like Aaron Rodgers throws like a perfect dot, and Devonte Adams is like maybe slightly covered, but he still makes those catches. Where I think Tyree Kill is more of like he can get open, and when he does, big things happen. He can get open deep because he looks like a fucking jaguar when he's running routes. Yeah, <laughs> or cheetah. I think I meant to say cheetah. This is fast sure. animals. <laughs> Uh, I want to talk about Jimmy for a second, my boy Garoppolo. Mm-hmm. Ooh, he looked bad that game, the whole the, the whole game. I I really did not like his play, and it it especially in the beginning it was we were down seventeen zip in at one point, and you're sitting there like this is really bad, and you know he he picked it up towards the end, but twenty five for forty, two fifty seven, two TDs and an interception. But he also had that fumble where, like, he, he like, went, he, like, pump faked it and then pulled it back in. And he, like, threw it on the ground. I saw that. Uh, like, you can't let that happen. We were on, on the march then to get, a, you know, good lead. And instead, you know, he fumbles the ball. Green Bay Packers get the ball back. They score. And now we're in an even bigger deficit. And, you know, the 49ers defense played really well for a long time. Like, we held – I mean, not we, but they held off the Packers for a while, making them take field goals. And, ugh, it's not good. Our running game is also terrible right mm-hmm. now. Trey Sermon got 31 yards. check got 14. It's – our run game looks awful. Jimmy Garoppolo is not looking great either. I – this game really had some, had some signs that the 49ers are – 
are in a tough spot. Safeties are looking bad right now. I mean, not safeties, corners are secondary. Looks, it's in shambles. Lost <laughs> our starter, Josh Norman, who was signed as like a just a depth guy, is also down, and he became like somebody that needed to step up. And we're losing guys left and right again, and it's just, it's looking real bad for the 49ers. I really am concerned for the season. Uh, Bailey, I guess to give you an unbiased opinion, and and even with your biased opinion, you're concerned. I see some good good things. Running game, yes, a problem. I think their biggest mistake was not giving the ball to uh, Elijah. What's his name? Elijah Mitchell. More Mitchell. Mitchell and Sermon. I think they should have been the one to be punched from the start. Mitchell is injured, by the way. He is, but. Having those two run off each other and knowing that they're going to get time in this league, and 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 you know you drafted you drafted Sermon for a reason. Mitchell just came in playing like a like a monster um, early on, but I think that Sermon I, I think he's just not used to it. They don't run the ball a lot. They pass the ball, but I will say this about the 49ers. having Trey Lance right now is huge. Uh, and and that is what's keeping them in games. If if because I watched the other night and I, I did fall asleep in the second half at some point I don't remember when, but um, watching how Trey Lance is able to take over the red zone is so big. And I think if they start utilizing him even more in the red zone, they're going to be big. They're going to be important because watching how Patrick Mahomes kind of does. What he does in the red zone is very. I see a lot of that in Trey, in, in Trey Lance, and watch next week. I guarantee you, you watch how he is in the red zone, where he's in those tight areas of when he can score. You know, maybe he doesn't have the deep ball quite down yet, or the or you know, have that field general type of outlook on the game yet. That will come by working him in the red zone. You'll build up a great young quarterback without having to burn him out, or 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 make them injury prone and I think I think dude there's a bright future here for the 49ers and I do think even in the in the near future they're going to be good I don't think that they're probably going to win this division but they're going to be good the, the main thing I'm taking away is not from what you said but in general is the 49ers had a bad game Packers deserved to win this game if we if the 49ers would have won it would have been a steal because the Packers played way better the entire game um and the 49ers need to play better than they played in this game, absolutely. And I think especially Jimmy Garoppolo does. He he had a bad game. And that's pretty much all I have to say on it. That's all I have to say about that, Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I said that. Okay. Then we went into my bet against Brady, which worked out perfectly. Ah! I look stupid now. Actually, I don't look stupid. You just look like a genius. <laughs> Bro, I'm telling you, this Rams team is dangerous. They look insane. And it makes me sad. <laughs> they, I don't know, adding Matthew Stafford to that team, I, it really did turn this team into a Super Bowl contender, in my opinion. Like, I said that pretty early on. I'm, I'm fairly certain I did. And You're correct. I mean, Matthew Stafford, 343 yards and four touchdowns. He is a good quarterback, and he was on a shitty team, and this really does prove it. Yeah. 
Yeah. No, I, it, he's a beast. And, and you've seen him on bad teams. He still puts up unreal performances sometimes. And that's why I'm like sitting here and thinking, well, this is just, this doesn't make sense. Uh, it, it's it's a guy that, that has been needing to, to leave for a while um, since the Megatron days. And, and, and um, yeah, it, he he's a special quarterback. I agree 100%. Yeah, the Lions kind of wasted him for a long time, and it sucks for Matthew Stafford. I That's the thing, is I hope he wins the Super Bowl. The problem is he's going to do it for the Rams at this point, and that would suck for me because <laughs> I have Rams fan friends, and I'm not going to hear the fucking end of it. Yeah, I mean, dude, he's 33, but, like, you see a lot of guys who are pocket passers, you know, like Brady, Manning. I know those are special names, but even guys like Fitzpatrick, who are still in the league, I think we'll still see another, at least another five years of some prime Matthew Stafford uh, magic working for that for that team. If they decide to stick with them, I would not be drafting a quarterback if I am the Rams, or at least not drafting them short term. I would be drafting late round quarterbacks and saying, hey, watch what he does. That's, that's how I keep that going. That's how you build a, a, a quarterback core. And Matthew Stafford is a very good example of someone who is just very consistent, doesn't need to be pretty, and again gets the job done even when his team isn't necessarily supporting him. He is a great quarterback. And I'll talk about this more, but I like uh, when probably when we get to like the Bears or whatever. The next time we see a starter rookie, I'll probably talk about it. But I like having the rookie sit and learn for a year. And I'll go into that more later. But Tom Brady looked heated on the sidelines in this game. He he was not happy about this game at all. Also, he had the most rushing yards on the team. What? Yeah, according to this, this statistic chart, he had three rushes, 14 oh. yards. Oh, my God. And, he and a touchdown. Touched. And Ronald Jones had five rushes for 11 yards. Leonard Fournette, four for eight. It was a bad game for running for the Buccaneers. And I don't even know if you can blame him because Aaron Donald's in the middle there. And what are you going to do to stop him? I can't do anything. Yeah, well, but if you have Aaron Donald, I feel like you got to run the ball more because, you know, you you, you have a step as a running back where if you leave your quarterback out there and your O-line isn't doing what they need to do, that's, that's that's a scary sight to see. Um Looks like what they need, Bailey, is one of our franchise, face the franchise players to, to be on the box. I think Absolutely. that would really help them out. <laughs> I think so. Um, also, shout out to Deshaun Jackson. He, I, I believe he officially passed Randy Moss for the most amount of like, uh, what's it? It was like long touchdown pa- like receptions. I forget what the, what the yardage was. Let me see. Yeah, I mean, I'll go into it real quick. I, I, I've never liked Deshaun Jackson. First of all, he was an eagle for so long. Second, he came to Washington was awful. Third, he's an, he's just cocky and arrogant. I I hate, dude, when guys are screwing around with what the team is doing. And whenever he goes and gets that big catch and he starts joking around, when guys are running, like they're like two yards away and he waits till the last second to run in, cut that out. You have plenty of time to celebrate and do whatever you want. The NFL is different now. You do whatever you want. 
I would not be mad if they called that taunting. How do you not call that taunting? Come on, NFL. That, of all things, is taunting. Nate, a uh, guy gets fired up for making a big hit or a big block on third down. He flexes or, or, or says, oh, you like that in front of – like, that's taunting, but not holding the ball out to these guys, walking backwards in the end zone. Come on. I, I know you're about to say, yo, great job, Deshaun, and I get it, like, very talented human being. But that's the type of stuff where if you want to change the game, that's the stuff that's bad. Not, not guys being happy in, about a play. That's just ridiculous to me. Anyways, go ahead. So it was his ninth TD reception of over 75 yards, and he ties for the most in NFL history with uh, Lance Allworth. And wow. Yeah, it also marks his 33rd over of at least 50 yards, bring him to within three of Jerry Rice. And he's passed Randy Moss and Terrell Owens in the category. So he gets he's he's known for getting his long touchdowns. And I think Tyree Kill will probably combat him for that by the end of his career. Yeah. He's yeah. a monster. Best thing, Deshaun Jackson just doesn't feel like he has that same I don't know, staying power as as uh, a lot of the receivers at his age, even though he's he's been around for a minute now. He wow. has. He's getting old, but still, I, I don't appreciate the cockiness, walking backwards and stuff on the ball, out going the end zone. I don't care if you celebrate after. You should be proud of what you do. But if anything, if you're going to define taunting, that's taunting. That's taunting. You don't see guys going on breakaways in hockey and throwing their glove in the air and shooting it out of the sky and then going and putting one in far down. <laughs> like you just don't see that, or even on empty net, you just don't see that nonsense. I was gonna say, play the game. You'd like, more likely see that in open net if someone were, were gonna do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you don't like respect the sport. Respect the sport. That's just my opinion. But fair enough. Uh, we're gonna move on from that game. We got Seattle. We got Seattle and the Vikings. Unexpected outcome, in my opinion. I I was not expecting the Vikings to come out and uh, and play the way they did, especially without Dalvin Cook. Shout out to uh, to Alexander Madison. Great game coming in as a backup. Yeah, dude, they they surprised both of us. And I think the one big takeaway from this game, and yes, Madison, wow. I just looked at his stats, 112 yards. That's pretty nuts. But the biggest takeaway is Kirk, dude. He's looking good. Kirk Cousins, he's looking like a top five quarterback right now. Right now. At the performances we've seen thus far in the year, at week three, thus far this year, ignoring the past, right now, ignoring the past, in this moment, ignoring, ignoring the past, he has been unbelievable. I don't think he's thrown a pick yet. I'm going to check right now, but this guy's thrown for like almost 300 yards. Yeah, he's 918 yards this year, this year, eight touchdowns, no picks. This guy is, and and this is a team I was very. Yeah, on you know, I, I thought all right. Well, they'll have their good places, have their bad places. I thought they were going to be like around a five hundred team. But wow, wow! You minus that one missed field goal last week. What are they three and zero, Bailey? Oh no, they're two and one. I, I I know that that it's not looking great off the start. And then we know team their first loss, by the way. So you know, you make some adjustments there. They could be three and zero. I I honestly think this is going to be a team. They're they're definitely a playoff contender, and I know it's their one and two. But wow, I mean, are, are you not impressed? Out of all the one and two teams, uh, other than like the Chiefs, I would say 
I think they have a they have a pretty good chance of uh, coming back and and making playoffs. You have to keep playing like this. If the Chiefs don't make the playoffs, I'll It'd be, be hilarious. Shocked. It'd be I'd so be hilarious. It'd be so funny. How many people are going to lose their money? Give it to <laughs> DraftKings if they if they put money on the Chiefs on the Super Bowl beginning of the year. I mean, God Almighty, unreal. Uh, we'll get to them in a minute. But yeah, Kirk Cousins looking solid. And here's an interesting stat for you: um, the C- the Seattle Seahawks are awful in the second half. They are they have been terrible the last three weeks. I forget what the exact stats are. Let me find them for a second. Um, but the, yeah, their well, second half is literally it's like the worst in the NFL. Well, what did I what did I say last week? I'm pretty sure I touched on it. Tyler Lockett. Yeah, He's out. he was playing great. But for he's is he hurt? Yeah, he he got hurt last game. This last game. Yeah, well, still four receptions, thirty-one yards. I don't know when he got hurt in the game, so I don't want to give too much of an opinion. But you know, it looked like DK Metcalf really stole the show, and that's why I was saying is DK. He always gets a slow start of season, a slow start of the season, but he will pick it up and be consistent throughout the year. Consistently good, I should say. Tyler Lockett, he has his big games and he has his weak games. And I know this wasn't the worst we've seen out of our star receivers in the NFL. We saw Tyreek Hill a few weeks ago, bad game. I'm sure it was like Cooper or someone else where they didn't have a strong game. But this is a guy where you you got to look out for because if you're a fantasy guy, Tyler Lockett, yeah, he's ranked fourth in fantasy points or whatever. But I'm telling you, he's someone that's the, – the, He's dangerous. He, he has his big games. He has his uh, he has his bad ones. So, how many points do you think the the Seahawks are averaging in this second half? Do you think per game? Averaging? Yeah. Uh, three. Four point three three points in the second half. I thought I was lowballing it, but that was close. You were very close. I almost said seven, but the way you were making it sound, wow, dude, that's not it's, good. It's really bad. They are. They're playing horrible in the second half. Their defense has also been very bad. The Seahawks' defense uh, is bad in both halves. They're ranked number 24 in uh, DVOA. Um, you know, Bobby Wagner is carrying the defense. It's 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 looking rough for the Seahawks right now. Their defense is not playing great. They're bad in the second half. They need to make some adjustments. I don't know what, but it's it's looking bad for them. I mean, I think they will make those adjustments. I, they, they got a great head coach over there, and um, you also see the, the 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 team on paper. They're they're not a bad team. I, I I that's a team where, you know, you always have a a surprising team that does bad, and you always have a surprising team that does really good. Um, right now, the good team being the Raiders, and the, uh, but but it, we'll we'll see how the season plays out. I mean, how bad? Were yeah, I'm not going to throw them aside right now, but yeah. But after three weeks, if they keep playing like this, they're gonna be they're gonna be bad. Yeah, we'll we'll we'll, we'll see how that how that plays out for them. What I heard is they need to condition more, because <laughs> teams that can't perform in the second half are uh, are gassed by the time they get there. But I don't know if that's true, but I, it also it did make me have a, a revelation because when I played high school football, we conditioned so much it was insane like. We would literally play teams, and we'd run no huddle. And it happened multiple times. The D linemen would get set, and they'd just look up and be like, how are you not tired? They'd literally say that to us. And our team was very much a second-half team. 
Like we would be, we would struggle in the first half and do really well in the second half, and I think that's why. It's because we were so conditioned that like we weren't tired in the second half, and the other teams were. So just an interesting interesting thing. I don't know how much that translates to the NFL. Probably not a lot, but just I don't know. It seems interesting to me. It's fun to find that revelation. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, we got the Dolphins and the Raiders next, and you were just talking. We were just talking about the Raiders and. Derek Carr's in the same boat as Kirk Cousins right now. Balling out. Another poll. Who's more impressive this year? Derek Carr or you know what? Here's the here's the question. Who's gonna fall? Who's gonna fall off the earth? Is it gonna be Derek Carr or is it gonna be uh Kirk Cousins? It's gonna be one of them. I don't think both of them are gonna play like this the whole season. Who, who is gonna fall out of those two? Are you asking me? Because I I, I, I I have a guess, but God, you know how guesses go. Whenever you have to say something on air, usually doesn't work out for you. Um, you can... I'd say Derek. I'd say Derek Carr because we've seen it from Kirk where he can play very well um, in seasons where he's been a top ten quarterback. Not saying that's like permanently every year going in. Oh, he played great last year. He's playing great again this year. But we've seen years where where Kirk has been a great quarterback. Derek Carr, have we really seen that? We've we've seen like you know earlier like, in his like, career. Ever yeah, since well, he had that like almost MVP season, and he got injured in the playoffs. You have not, I have not seen it. Yeah, and honestly, I can't remember that MVP season. That might have been out of my range where I was just not watching football for those like three years, where right after RG three got hurt, and up to like when maybe it was five years up to when I live with you in like twenty seventeen. But I I just think that 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 that, that Kirk Cousins can keep this going. Um, I don't know, dude. That, yeah, it just it looks like to me when I'm watching the Raiders, their entire offense is contributing, not just Carr, not just Rugs or, 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 or what's his name Jones, right? Uh, Jacobs, Jacobs, Josh Jacobs. He's injured. It, right it's now, not. By the way. I know he is. I'm yeah, but it's and that's the point. Like it, it, we just saw uh, what's his name Barber run for 111 he yards. He beasted out. They are moving, dude, and that's that's why I think that this is this is a this is a team that's you know relying on everyone to work as a unit, and I can see Carr slipping, you know. Where and Kirk, as I feel like he's playing well, and as a fan of the Raiders, I can tell you that I agree with you one hundred percent. This team has a tendency to fall off in the second half of the season, and I don't know why that is, but it always happens. <laughs> so. What are you going to do? Uh, Dolphins, they had Jacoby Brissett in. He did fine, whatever. Shout out Miles Gaskin, though. He had uh, 86 receiving yards and 65 uh, rushing yards. No touchdowns, but, I mean, he had the most reception. He had the most receiving yards out of the whole team. So, I mean, it's clear that he's playing well. Maybe Jacoby Brissett just likes to throw to him. I guess we'll see. I would just like to point out, well, first of all, Jalen Waddle, 12 receptions, 58 yards, I don't care, 12 receptions, That's you're getting open. Um, but Brissett, I would just like to say he had less less uh, completions than Heineke last week, and he had double the QBR. He had no touchdowns, no picks, no nothing. A pretty, like, playing game, like, I, don't, I need to learn how this stat works. That's going to be my homework after this episode. 
figure out how the hell they do that because right now that stat is irrelevant to me. Irrelevant. Keep it's a weird mark. stat. Give me a break. I don't really have much else to say about this game. I think we can move on. Yeah, who cares about the Dolphins? <laughs> Dolphins fans, but other than them. <laughs> I, don't even think, I don't even think they care. <laughs> Ever since two went down, no, no one cares. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we got the first shut is no, the second shutout of the season. Broncos Jets, 26 zip. Jets are looking just as awful as you would expect. And Teddy Bridgewater looking looking good again. No touchdowns this this week, but you know he's he's doing his job. He's he's holding fort down. He's passing well. He's making the right reads, and he's playing he's playing good quarterback. And that's about what I can say about that. That's all I have to say about that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean Broncos. They don't have like they have Cortland Sutton. He he's supposed to be the number one guy over there. Um, but Tim Patrick had a big game. Yes. Um, Almost got 100 yards. So close. Yeah, they're spreading the they're spreading the ball out over there a little bit. I, I just traded for Cortland Sutton with uh, Dunham. We just traded him. Or we just traded for him, I should say. Mm. Uh, but anyway, Zach Wilson, dude, it's not looking good. And to, to move back to your point, I know you're going to use Justin Fields, but here's your first example. Two touchdowns, seven interceptions on the year. Um, 628 yards, ranking 28. They the never league. show me his stats on this website, by the way. I don't know why. Well, I used the ESPN mobile app while I was break for you. There you go. Um, but yeah, that that whole offense is just looking worse and worse, dude. I mean, I shot out. I mean, yeah, your defense can get points or set you up for points, but it it's called offense. <laughs> Like what? <laughs> Twenty-six nothing. I I feel like you can't even put any blame on the defense. They have six I mean, points they, they, over the last two games. Something we don't have in front of us. How many? How many punts do they have? How many times do they go three and out? You know what I mean? Like, I feel like you're not necessarily putting your team, your defense, even in the best position to to win. Your ball possession. How much time did did the Broncos have the ball? To me right now, I'd, I'd, I'd be taking the, the defense out to dinner. I'd be taking them out to dinner and, and, and telling the offense that you're taking them out to dinner and say, hey, we're rewarding these guys because they're the only ones showing up. You know, and, and something needs to be done there. I know they're a bottom feeder team. They're not going to be good. No one expected them to be good by any means. People probably have maxed at three wins this year. But to see your rookie quarterback looking like that, it's not pretty. Um, and go back to your point, yeah, maybe he needs to sit down. You're expected to lose. Tank a little bit. Let let him get in. Let him learn. Maybe. Let him develop. Your team's going to suck ass anyway. Trade for a guy like Fitzpatrick. Just get a know? veteran presence to just teach him yeah. the game a little bit. Yeah. You, I don't like this trial true. by fire for these rookie quarterbacks. It really it really does. It's such a detriment. And with the way the league is now, there is much less. Um, I'm going to change that. There's a lot more turnover. <laughs> for rookie quarterbacks or for young quarterbacks. If you don't show up immediately, teams just are going to get rid of you. And if you look back, like Peyton Manning sucked ass in the beginning of his career. Yeah. And then he developed and he became one of the best of all time. So it's just very I don't like how yeah. fast people are giving up on these on these young quarterbacks. 
it's crazy to me. Like you kind of you have to build around that that team, and you have to keep the the confidence up with them. If your team sucks all the time, how can you blame the quarterback? And you're just gonna get rid of them. And it's just like Sam Darnold is the perfect example. Like the Jets have been terrible. They trade away Sam Darnold, and he's doing well for the Panthers. And he looked like he was a bust, and now he looks like he's doing okay. Same thing with Ryan Tannehill. He played for the Dolphins for a while, and the Dolphins were a bad team. And then they trade Tannehill, and he looks like a really good quarterback. It's just well, it's it's more of a matter matter of circumstance of what team you're on, and what what's around you, and what you have at that moment, at what in terms of ability. I mean, and to defend us, I think we both hyped up Sam Darnold even when he was there struggling. We knew. I think you and me would talk about this all the time. We would say, oh, dude, he's a good quarterback. He's just – he has nothing to work with. It's obvious right now. But to be fair, I don't – I'm not fully against starting a rookie. I'm not. Trevor Lawrence probably the only rookie I'd say right now that is ready. He just has a shit team, but he is ready. Justin Fields, on the other hand, not ready. Trey Lance, probably not ready if he's not starting. Um, You look at guys like Russell Wilson, right? Justin Herbert last year. RG3, had he not blown his knee out? All guys who were successful their rookie years. But you have to know, you have to know if they're ready. You can't just throw them into a wildfire. But you also, you don't need to bench a guy if he doesn't need to be benched. I think it's, it's, that's gotta be a difficult process as a coach. But and look at Kyler Murray, right? He's a beast too his rookie year. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see how this always. It's going to be a. It's going to happen probably forever, you know, if unless you, a trend starts. If you're an early round quarterback, and your team is bad, the expectations for you are so high, it's literally insane, and you literally cannot reach the expectations that people want. Unless you win rookie of the year or you play really well, like even if you're just average, people are going to be upset with you, and that's and it's really bad. I don't know. It, it's I think it sucks to be a rookie quarterback that has to start in the NFL. Unless I get unless you're one of the few, and if you're not one of the few, go fuck yourself. I guess. I love when a team when when a team is like a quarterback away, you know, like what the Rams did. Like, the Rams just held on with Jared Goff, did the best they could, built a really good team. And then they were like, okay, we need we need a really good quarterback to get us the rest of the way. And right now it's looking like they did, they did it the right way. Because then you, you put, you put uh, Matthew Stafford in there with one of the best defenses in the league, good receivers, and you put him in the position to win right now. And mm-hmm. with these rookies, it's the opposite. You're getting drafted by a team that's shitty. You have nothing. They have nothing to go for. So you have to develop with a crappy team that wants to get picks to build around. But those guys are also young. So by the time you even build your team up, your young quarterback is now not doing great. And obviously there are exceptions, but I'm talking about in general. You have an older quarterback with younger players. And it just doesn't look like it's going well. I don't know. There's, it's weird. The the Anyways. good teams right now seem like they have. I don't know. All right, let's move on. Yeah, we're, we're running slow today. <laughs> we have a lot to say. I like it. Washington Buffalo. Sorry for you. 
you want to go for it? I mean, I mean, usually I like to rant, but there's not much to say. I, I thought Heineke played played as well as he could for you know being a guy with as much experience as he had. Um, and that, like I said last week, I thought the Bill. I think the Bills might have a top five defense on their hands this year, and and that's huge for them. We know what their offense can do, right? I mean, they're they're monstrous. Obviously, Antonio Gibson with that big run, yeah, that was great to see. But still, haven't seen we haven't seen any of that consistency with Gibson like last year, where he was a he was a terror out there. Um, it's tough. I mean, honestly, I don't have much to say. I, I yes, Josh Allen had a beastly game, um, but in 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 that offense for the Bills, yes, they had two guys over ninety yards of receiving yards, and one of them wasn't even Diggs. <laughs> Neither of them were digs, so it's it was to be expected. But forty three points and to not put on the pressure that I thought that Washington's defense could have done. Right now they're looking like a bottom defense. They're not looking good, not, dude. That's not the fact that their offense is is looking like a like they're performing better with it, with the exception of that Giants game, which they have a great O line, but still, dude, like. I feel like these teams where they can take advantage of a little bit um, with their defense and, and get to that quarterback, they're not doing it. And then a lot of it's around Chase Young. Um, I know he's young, could be a sophomore slump. You know, I'm not going to say, oh, get rid of him, or he's not, he's a bust. He's obviously not. The guy's a, an athlete. He has zero sacks right now, by the way. I know. I'm but just, I, I'm I, just I, saying, like, it's it's a rough start right now. It's a rough start, but do I think it's going to continue this way? No, I think I think they do need to add someone to that secondary uh, because right they need an X factor. They need a Richard Sherman. I know that's poorly placed in time. They need a guy that's going to be a big corner. I think that's that's or big safety. They have a lot of good young guys. That's there's nothing wrong with that. And, and in three years, they're probably going to be unreal. But I think if you want to be a threat now, you gotta get you have to get a guy that's going to come in here for a couple of years and just do his time. You know. Um I really think you guys yeah. end up with Jimmy Garoppolo. I'm being I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be a weird situation where that happens. I'm I'm happy with Heineke. Uh, I am. I know it doesn't he's not the prettiest player. He's so he's so meat and potatoes, it's not even funny. He he, you sent me that video today of him like diving for that for the pylon. Yeah, quarterback don't quarterbacks do not do that. <laughs> they don't. I don't care if you're a scrambling quarterback. Typically, they don't do that. And I think that's it's funny to watch him because he's got balls the size of of planet Earth just just on him, and that's that's why I like him is he's he's not afraid to get into it. And so you know, props to him. But that team needs work. They need some receivers to help out McLaurin get open because he could be a top five receiver if he had a better core around him. Yeah. But anyways, that's all I have. Got Arizona and Jacksonville. Uh, first thing I want to talk about, the 109-yard kick six. What a play. That was insane. Kick, oh, kick six. Yeah, you had me so messed up there. Yeah, kick six. It was a field. It was a field goal attempt, sixty-eight yard field goal attempt for Matt Prater. Uh, oh my God, what's his name? Oh, I forget his name. God damn it. Uh, here, I'll find it. The kicker for the Jags. 
Uh, Jamal Agnew, 109-yard return for a touchdown. Great play by him. And it really – when that happened, I really thought the Jaguars were going to take control of that game and win. And it just did not happen like that at all. It looked like it was a big momentum shift, but you also have to remember – Trevor Lawrence has not had experience yet to, to lead his team to victory. I'm hoping he gets it. I have him in fantasy. But, I mean, dude, that, that Kyler Murray, dude, that kid is such a weapon. It's unbelievable. Like, gives me a headache watching him because I, like, I wish I could do stuff like that with yeah. my body. <laughs> People are arguing if Kyler Murray or Lamar Jackson's the better quarterback. And what? it's Kyler Murray. A hundred percent. He like, just knows how to use speed and, and knows when to go down. He knows all that. Lamar is—he's a great runner. He can get—he can make plays. But so can Kyler Murray, and I think Kyler Murray is a way more consistent passer than Lamar Jackson. One hundred ninety-five percent. Yes, I, I don't—I can't believe that's even a question. Right? Craziness. Um, anyway, poor poor Trevor Lawrence. They did use James Robinson a lot more this game. Maybe not a lot more. He had 15 carries, but he had 88 yards and a touchdown. So the run game was better. Trevor Lawrence did throw two more interceptions. Whew. He and he and uh, Zach Wilson having rough lives right now. Yeah, but you can tell Trevor Lawrence is way better than, than how Wilson's playing. I mean, they both have seven interceptions, and Trevor Lawrence has three twice more as touchdowns. Mi- yeah, he has way more. T- he has more touchdowns. So it's looking better for Trevor Lawrence, but yeah, it's it's rough out here for these guys. They need to run the ball more, man. I mean, if you run the ball, run some play action. I don't know what their O line's looking like, but you got to give Trevor Lawrence some some space because if they know that you're gonna throw it and you have a rookie QB like that, it's gonna be very difficult for the kid to kind of develop. They gave um, Carlos Hyde the ball eight times, and they gave and Trevor Lawrence actually ran the ball six times. Interesting. Like, why are they giving the ball to Carlos Hyde, dude? Like, yeah, he didn't run bad, but James Robinson. Say one of those times you run it to Robinson instead of Hyde. Maybe every, that's a 40-yard carry. Every, like, what are you doing? Every week we're just like, give the ball to James Robinson. Just do it. Just it's fucking common, do it. It's common sense. It's common sense. Uh. Also, interesting tidbit: Kyler Murray didn't have a passing touchdown this game, but he, you know, you know, when they got to the red zone, they just they ran the ball in. Uh, James Conner got two rushing touchdowns. Kyler Murray got one, and yeah, uh, sucked for me because I had Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins on my fantasy team, and DeAndre Hopkins is just uh, nowhere to be seen, really. So that made me sad. Yeah. But well, I mean, that's pretty much the hop. that's the tail of the game right there. Cardinals dominated uh, in the second half. In the first half, it looked it was a lot closer. And uh, Trevor Lawrence, unfortunately for him, they need to use James Robinson more. Cardinals are doing their thing. I think we're ready to move on. Oh yeah, let's move on. Next up, you got Don't the Saints and the Patriots. Oh, thank God. A game we don't have to talk about that much. Uh, Steelers really pissed me off. We'll get Once again, I'll just give you my little thing here. Kamara, they gave him the ball more. Thank God. 
Um, their receiving core once again weak as hell. I don't know what they're doing. Winston they don't pass the ball very much. Like Jameis Winston has like the lowest like touchdowns they, per like yard av- like yards in the NFL right now. He doesn't even they they I feel like they don't have the ball very much, and it's just it's so weird to watch. I mean, Saints they're just not looking good. Mac Jones. I think he's been the most impressive rookie, so I take back what I said Absolutely. about Trevor Lawrence. Although he did I throw think three picks a... this game. Yes. But still, he, but he's looked the best. This was a rough game for him, but he, he's been solid. He, he, yeah, he looks the most comfortable out of all of them. And he does I, – I wouldn't even say that his receivers are necessarily that much better. But he, he, he's, looking, he's looking good. I think having Belichick as a coach where he's been able to mentor a guy – like Tom Brady, he kind of – I feel like he's he knows how to have that communication with the quarterback and, you know, have that balance of letting them do their thing versus and, and also letting him, you know, show them ropes, say, hey, instead of trying to throw this 70-yard dot, let's just throw a five-yard pass this time and get the first down and we'll try on second down next next, next drive. Yeah, you know I mean, like he, he's got that balance where he knows how to coach a team. And I think and out of all the rookies, all I think Mac Jones does have the best O-line in front of him. Yeah, I, he does. He does have a good O line, um, but which helps it, it, a lot. especially over the other uh, over the other rookie quarterbacks. But yeah, there's not really much to say about this game. Saints dominated. They did really well. Patriots did not do well. Mac Jones had a bit of a rough game. Jameis Winston is an interesting quarterback. Do you see that one pass where he's getting tackled and he just literally just chucked it into the end zone and that shit just worked out for him. This shit's wild. That's the most Jameis Winston yeah. touchdown I've ever seen in my life. Well, I expected Callaway to look more like that this year because in preseason he was doing nonsense like that. And, you know, as a receiver, I, I think that guy's going to be good, just not yet. I think he will be good in two or three years down the road. He's going to be a monster. We're going to hear about him more. Anyways, I guess we'll see. From that. It's an interesting offense the Saints got going on over there. Uh, next we got, dude. Baltimore Ravens and the Detroit Lions. Holy shit. The story of this game, Justin fucking Tucker is the GOAT. He is insane, bro. He's a god. Um, Anytime that man goes on the field and it's a game winner, you're just like, oh, we lose. That's it. It's over. It's Justin Tucker. At least that's how I see it. He he's a monster. I mean, the the you really don't see much anything much pretty going around that team uh, from the other night. Andrews played well. Lamar was doing Lamar things. Um, but yeah, rough. just Justin Tucker looked. God damn, dude, that's a far kick. Um, it's a record breaking kick, sixty six yards. I got to see two records this weekend. Far. which pumped me up. I got to see the yeah. longest kick six in the NFL history tied, but still. Tied, I got to see still, that yeah. live, and I got to see the longest kick in NFL history live. Like, that was sick weekend in terms of, of that. So that was super cool. Lamar Jackson had a rough yeah. game. Let's be honest. 16 for 31. Not great. 287. Pretty good. And then one TD, one interception. And then he rushed for 58 yards. Most uh, on the team yet again. And then Mark Andrews is doing his thing with 100 yards. So, 
I don't know. Well, to me, it just, it just looked like it, the Ravens are, were not running the ball at all. Like you, you can't overwork a guy like Lamar Jackson, where his his whole game is is needs to be the the running the ball, read option, plays where you can run a play action, have him moving. He needs to be moving. You try and change him to a pocket passer is not going to work. Sixteen for thirty-one. I mean, we saw it. They got the win, but against probably arguably one of the worst teams in the NFL. So. Um, and then the yeah. Lions keep their running back by committee going, which I it's working pretty well for them, honestly. DeAndre Swift and Jamal Williams just trading off their, you know, handoffs, and they're both getting receptions. They're both doing well. And I, I kind of like it, to be honest with you. They both got a touchdown. They both got 40-something uh, rushing yards. Uh, Swift had 60 receiving yards, so he got over 100. Uh, Jamal Williams only got 25 receiving yards. But, like, their running backs are really carrying their offense in terms of receiving and running, which is very yeah, interesting I, to see. I think a lot of it has to do with that, that O-line because we all know DeAndre Swift can run the ball well, and he's only getting three and a half yards per carry. It's not looking pretty. and you know, they, they, They're relying on those guys to get open along with TJ Hawkinson, and you can only, you can only rely on him so much. You know, Cephas isn't going to put up you know, the amount of yards he did last week. I forget how many it was, but we were talking about Quintez Cephas last week where I think he had, like, 63 yards or, or something crazy. You know, it's it's just not going to be that way every game. And so you, you, you need a you need a bonafide number one receiver. Da-da-da, da-da-da. I got a trade offer right now in my league. You want to hear it? All right, Bailey. Bailey. <laughs> You hold that thought. I'm going. I have to handle something for two minutes. All right. All right. Uh, we are back. Welcome back. Uh, you were. We were gone for like literally a second for you, but you know we're back. I don't remember where we left off. I, I think we pretty much closed out Ravens. The Ravens. The Ravens. Yeah, we're done with that. So let's just move on. Chicago, Cleveland. This game was atrocious for the for the Bears. Browns played great. <laughs> uh, and this is we're bringing back the 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 rookie quarterbacks. Justin Fields had a horrible life on Sunday. He, I believe his like his average time in the pocket was like one was like one second. What happened? I could. Yeah, I'm just I'm looking at it like it sucks. Like I shouldn't be laughing at the poor kid. He averaged three point four yards per pass. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> to be fair, I think that's uh, including him getting sacked, which takes away from his passing total. Cause he has six passes completed for sixty eight yards, so it's more like eleven ish, eleven point something. So they're taking away like I think forty seven sacked yards, because he got sacked nine times, I believe. So maybe it's maybe it's the sixty-eight attempts because that still wouldn't make sense. You had sixty-eight yards, not attempts. Oh, the it's a twenty. Yeah, it's it's based off attempts. Okay. It's yard. It's yards by attempts, not yards by. Okay, so then that makes more sense. Which, which I actually did not know. I thought it was by completion. So that's actually pretty. There you go. I we learned no something idea. today. That's a rough game for the Bears. Oh my God! I don't even know what else to say. It's terrible. Um, this is one of the worst offense, yeah. per, offensive performances I've seen in a minute, and the Jets just got fucking mm-hmm. shut out, and they look better. 
<laughs> I, I I agree a hundred percent. I looked nine awful. nine sacks nine. Miles Garrett nine. shout out. Insane four and yeah. a half sacks four took, tackles for a loss. He took the lead the lead in the league. I think he only had like one and a half until this game, and then he just he took the lead uh, for sacks in the NFL. Kareem Hunt, by the way, went off this game. Absolutely insane. 81 rushing yards and a touchdown, and he also got 74 receiving yards. So he had like 150 yards in total as a backup running back. What the fuck? And not with not as a backup running back that got the start, just at in general as the backup running back. He he's a one B. I I in that's saying that's, that's the true. strongest running back core. That's a very good. And I and yeah, it's kind of like how you do goaltending in the NHL, where you have a one A starter, one B. You know who's your bona fide one. But at the same time, you're not upset if your one B has to go in and take take the reins. And this is the this is the best core in the league for running. Um, yes, right now it looks like Dallas is definitely number two, but that's going to depend on Tony Pollard and how well he can do and how well Zeke can do as well. But we already know Nick Chubb is a beast. He's uh, running the ball solely, running the ball. Him and Derrick Henry are are the top two. Not even a question. They are the top two running backs in the NFL, and I will. Uh, I, I, you could stamp this, put it on Twitter. They are the top two running backs in terms of running the ball. I'll give Derrick Henry definitely the edge because he's Derrick Henry. But Chubb, having a guy like Kareem Hunt, he's got to be comfortable, dude. Again, he's not even playing. He's not. He's not even struggling. He's, he's 84 yards. He's a beast. But having Kareem Hunt back there, dude. That takes a lot less weight off your shoulders. You don't have to do as much. You don't have to play every down. He's getting his breaks. He's running the ball well. Kareem Hunt's coming in doing his job. Wow. They're fun. I'm telling you, this is, a, this is one of my favorite teams to watch. Yeah, it's pretty insane. Uh, your boy Baker had a kind of a rough uh, game in terms of completion percentage. But, you know, 246 on touchdowns in the south at. Hey, what I say about Baker, man? He's good enough to win for that team. And they have OBJ back. You're which I'm, you were pretty excited about. Yeah, I, I might want to treat him in fantasy. I mean, he got 77 yards in his first game back, so, I mean, that's pretty solid. Yeah, it's just the injury thing. Like, I, I don't like injured, injury-prone guys in, in fantasy. But, yeah, it's great to see him back. He's definitely an X-factor in this league. Everyone loves to watch. Um, but, yeah, not much to say about the Browns. I mean, we know that we knew they were going to win. Yeah, poor, poor Justin Fields. People hate Matt Nagy right now, by the way. Bears fans despise that man. You want him dead. Hey. Uh, yeah, there's... The, if there's you look a, at his entire... There's a, there's a theory going around that he that he played a shitty game on purpose because people were so upset that he was starting Andy Dalton that he was just like, fine, I'll start Justin Fields, and then just ran the... Because like, what people are saying is... The offense they're currently running is for Andy Dalton. This is not a Justin Fields-style offense. So he put him in and just had him try to run the Justin or the um, the Andy Dalton offense, which is not his style, and kind of made him look like shit on purpose, just to be just to say like, "Oh, I'm right. I see. I was right." Um, I don't That's buy the that. That's the theory going around. I like. Yeah, it. I like the theory. It's a, it's a theory, and yes, it could be possible. I mean, I don't know Matt Nagy personally. But 
first of all, dude, that's his job. <laughs> he doesn't want to get fired. You're not listening. If you listen to the press, what Joe Schmo says on on t on, on the radio or on TV, you're listening to Stephen A. Smith. I get it. They know their football, but they're not an NFL coach. You're the you have the job. There's a reason why you got the job. That's why I just don't foresee that being the case. I just think that this was just a bad week going against a good all-around team and putting in a guy, giving a guy a chance that clearly is not ready to backtrack to your point. This is a perfect example of a guy who needs to wait, and he is, and they're perfectly capable of doing that with Andy Dalton running the show because Andy Dalton has been in the league a long time. Why not have him show, you know, show Justin Fields a couple things? We already know Justin Fields has a broad range of talent and he can move the ball. He can run it. He can do a lot of stuff, but Andy Dalton, those pocket passers are very important to watch. Right. Um, just like Patrick Mahomes and, and, and Alex Smith, you know, we all knew Patrick Mahomes had a little bit more in the bread basket, but he, he watched Alex Smith and that is why he's not just a Justin Herbert or Kyler Murray. He is Patrick Mahomes signing a $500 million contract. <laughs> so, hey, I think of, that... The, yeah, go ahead. You can finish it. I was just going to transfer this game, but if you... If I you was going to ramble on, on, so, yeah. No, I was just going to ramble on. I'm glad. We're, let's move on. Chargers Chiefs. We were wrong about this one. I really thought the Chiefs weren't going to drop two in a row. And you no. almost said the Chargers, too. I re-listened. I did. You were so close to saying the Chargers. I told you. You said you didn't think they dropped two in a row. And and it wasn't bad for me. I just thought the Chiefs were better. I think anyone can drop two in a row in this league. But from what I saw against the Chargers and how they handled the, the D-line for the, from the Skins and how they played, you know, in week two, even though they lost, I just think this is a team – that is on the rise. They might be a top five team by the end of the year. We definitely talked about how the Chargers last year, most of their losses were within one score with a rookie quarterback. Yeah, I think I think you brought that up. So, it, you know, I said the Chargers were gonna play, could have an opportunity to play well this year, especially the way they played last year. You know, you've ch- fixed some mistakes. By the way, they made a lot of mistakes. How many times is this team going to have an illegal motion when they get a touchdown? You need to cut that shit out. You need to tighten the fuck up for a minute because you're making your fans want to kill themselves. It's insane. <laughs> I mean, I could not. I, as a fan, I don't know if I could watch 49ers do that. And last week, it you know that it lost them a game. That shit. They could be three and zero if they weren't doing that stupid shit. They need to tighten I'm up. You, but they're yeah, definitely they're, a good they're, team. They're, they take some penalties, and we saw them week one against Washington. Their defense that week was the problem with the penalties. But what I am seeing, and I know I'm not a, you know, I'm still learning the game of football. Mike Williams, is he the steal of the draft? I don't know when he was picked, but I didn't know of him. I know of him coming in. This guy is fifth in the NFL in receptions, sixth in receiving yards, tied for second with touchdowns. This guy right now is playing like an absolute monster. Absolute monster. Uh, 122 yards last game, two touchdowns. Yes, big game. But 
those numbers are not they're not an accident. This guy is playing very well with the, with a young quarterback. Are we seeing the next big duo in the NFL? Certainly looks like it right now. I, I would say so. If they keep on this trajectory, a trajectory, definitely. <laughs> Words are okay? hard to say. Right? Yeah, a little stroke there. <laughs> I knew I was saying it wrong, so I just stopped and restarted and said it slower. <laughs> uh, shout out to Austin Eckler yet again, getting over 100 yards in total. A lot of these uh, running backs seem to be uh, – it seems like a lot of teams are trying to implement their, their running backs into the pass game. I don't know if that's a new thing. This is the first time where I've literally gone through, like, first year in my – where, you know, I've gone through each team after uh, the week of football and looked through each of their players. Because, you know, in fantasy, I look at my guys and I'll yeah. look at guys that I maybe want to trade for. But I haven't looked, like, week full week. list yeah. of, like, stats every week. Uh, like we're doing now, and it's a lot of a lot of teams seem to be using their running backs in the passing game, and I like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, you, when you have those deep threats, if you have deep threats, and you have a guy who's on fire like Williams, why not? Yeah. Also, th- th- let's not forget about Keenan Allen. I mean, you're able to spread the ball out more. So. It's just introducing more things that the defense has to watch out for. That's why I like having a good t- tight end. Because that's another thing that the defense has to be constantly worried about. And that guy doesn't always go out for a pass, you know? But you still have to worry about him every play. And I think if you can do the same thing with a running back like Christian McCaffrey, like an Austin Eckler, it's just something else that the team that the defense has to worry about. Maybe not have to deal with every play, but it, it has to be on their minds, and it just makes it harder. So, I, I, you know, create as many weapons as you can on offense. I like it. Yeah. And we can move on to the Chiefs. <clears throat> Sorry about that. Uh, but uh, Clyde, we, we, I was a little bit tough on him last week. Um, he This week, though, he definitely showed up 100 yards. He has more. He had more yards this past week than he did combined in weeks one and two. So that's good to see that he's back in stride, not to mention he's tied for 10th in most attempts in the league. So you'd expect him to be moving up the ranks. But uh, regardless, the, the guy's starting to get the ball. He's starting to move his feet a little bit. Um Hill, not the prettiest week. Once again, he, if he doesn't have that big 80-yard catch, he's probably not getting you points. But he does it almost every other game. So, um, yeah, I think the interesting thing about this is we're seeing teams starting to figure out the Chiefs' offense, which is super interesting right now because this team looked unstoppable. Their offense did. They looked like a team that was there's no way you could, you, you could shut them down. And right now we've seen it, you know, maybe not as much last week, but this week, dude, I mean, it, Mahomes didn't look like Mahomes. He didn't. Yeah. It's very rare that you see Mahomes have a, have a not great game. Like two, I mean, he still threw three touchdowns and 260 yards, but it's the two picks and they were not, they were not good picks. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, one he kind of just threw up. This is the last couple of games. He's thrown some picks that just kind of are head scratchers. He had the no he had the no look interception this game, which you know it hit the hands of the receiver, but it wasn't a great pass. So uh, and then he just way overthrows his uh, receiver. It wasn't a great game for him. I've though. watched that. I've watched that pick about 10, 12 times. I've watched and analyzed it, and I get it. It wasn't perfectly placed. But still, I blame. Still has to catch it. 
I blame the receiver. I not only for catching it. How the fuck do you throw it thirty feet in the air? It looked like Madden twenty. <laughs> <laughs> the they play. jump up <laughs> the volleyball play, so setting up for a fucking spike. Like, what was that? I mean, and then the, no one even went to tackle. Like the guy, he's just like, oh well, shit. <laughs> it's like, dude, touch him. Hit if you do something, he's on the four yard line. Like, um, yeah, it's that's unbelievable. I see. So yeah, Mahomes didn't look like Mahomes. You know, this week he he made a bad play last week as well with that stupid diving thing you try to do in the Super Bowl, which actually was sick in the Super Bowl here, was just like, okay, dude, you're going too far. Also, know your limits. two fumbles, uh, Tyree Kill and CEH, uh, both lost fumbles, so that's four turnovers for the for the Chiefs offense this game. And Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not worried about them. Neither am I. Are you? No. They're, they'll be fine. They're, their team's uh, really well built. They should be able to bounce back. I think these but are maybe, two teams. But maybe they don't get a first-round bye this year because of this. And that's are the they, thing that's interesting. And and they're both AFC teams, correct? I believe so, yeah. yes. Yes, they are. I, I wouldn't be surprised if we see his matchup again in the playoffs. That would be would fun. Would you? That'd I think I, like see. an AFC championship or something like that, I, I could see it. Oh, next. Uh, I'm going to move on to the next game because it's a suck fest. It's Atlanta versus the the Giants, the Falcons versus the Giants. Two zero and two teams. They're both terrible. This is the this was the fight for the first round pick, or the first overall pick for me, honestly. <laughs> what? No, really. I mean, like, I, clearly at this point, you think both of these teams want an early pick, is what I mean. Oh yeah. I... So like, in this case, I feel like you don't even want to win this game. <laughs> It's like the suck bowl. Where is the what's the, what what is the what does UT say? Um, the tank bowl. That's what he calls it. When two really crappy teams go against each other, he calls it the tank bowl to see who uh, who's gonna be worse to try to get the better pick. Um, yeah, I'm I'm genuinely shocked though. I'm shocked, and we don't have to go too much into it. Honestly, there's nothing really that great to talk about the the Falcons. Yeah, Cordell Patterson's doing some stuff, but that's like really it. The, the the thing that really is getting me is is I think Daniel Jones is right now, he has a great O line, he's a great quarterback, and I honestly I think he's playing well, and this is me you know speaking from a I don't know about their O line. I think their O line's pretty solid. I don't think they're perfect, but I think they they I think they have some I think they're growing. They have some pieces. They put a lot of emphasis in the last couple drafts on building that O line. Um, Kenny Galladay's not stepping up. Saquon Barkley. Still, for the most part, silent. Um, it, it, I, I think that it's their skill positions besides their quarterback and their O line, and and um, I, I really want to see Saquon pick it up. Just don't pick up against the Skins, but pick it up. I, I again, like I, I'm a I'm a player guy first. I like seeing players do well when they're supposed to, and and this is a guy I think that has worked hard his whole life to get to where he's at, and to see him not being the top five running back in the league the way he should be is, is kind of heartbreaking. Um, he did get a touchdown, but you just know this isn't Saquon Barkley football. It's not. Um, this is a team that's shocked me, I think, in, in, in the other way. I mean, and I hate the Giants, but I really thought that they were going to be much better this year. Also, I thought I they called maybe... this shit uh, early on. You can go watch it. You did. Go back and watch it. And Tyler, Tyler and I, Tyler and I said... You are nuts. 
<clears throat> but yeah, it's it's still early, but yeah, it's not looking good for the Giants. I do think though, if there's any team that, that can that can turn around like where you wouldn't expect them to, it is the New York Giants. Um, Daniel Jones just is just an interesting quarterback. He's either like really solid or just garbage. I feel like he's really solid. He's just he doesn't have the ability to make those beautiful sick plays where you think that nothing's going to he's not going to make Mahomes type plays or anything like that but I can see him and I know this is bold I can see him turning into like a Matthew Stafford at a peak and that like that's his peak like, I don't think I'm seeing him being better but I could see him being that type of guy where he's he, he could step into a role like that where he can be a guy that you can rely on be consistent I do see that he's still very young so Matt Ryan I'm moving on to the Falcons. Matt Ryan, poor guy. At this point in his career, you figure he's out for Super Bowl contention. Oh. He's not going to get one unless he go unless he pulls a Matthew Stafford and goes to a, a team that's competitive. Like he's not going to win one with the Falcons anymore, and w- w- that's crazy to say because I remember when they went to the Super Bowl and they, you know, obviously 23 happened, but I remember people saying, "Oh, they'll be back. This is a young team." They they're really good. I know what you're gonna say. I feel like I do. Uh, <laughs> you're gonna say you Matt, said Jimmy. You're, you're gonna say Matt Ryan. You said Jimmy G. Matt, Matt Ryan. Ryan, come to Washington. Let's go. I could actually see that. That would be very interesting. That now that is a good. That's a good fit. Now I would say we'd have to draft a couple receivers. He is. And maybe he is three lineman. years older, by the way. Just saying. But yeah. Dude, I can, imagine I can see just. It. Imagine Washington, like, I know their defense, like, maybe it needs work. But imagine in three years from now you draft a couple of linemen and and, and the receiver and you have a quarterback like Matt Ryan. Are, are, are they contenders? In a couple of years. I'm, Potentially. I'm, I, Potentially. Think, I, think a, I think in a couple of years Matt Ryan's going to retire. He's, well, how old is he? He's 36. Yeah, but he's a pocket passer. Those guys have life. Those guys have life. Not There's if, no Lamar I mean, Jackson. If, he, if he's on the Falcons for the next three years, he's definitely just going to retire. He's not going to want to deal with this bullshit. Yeah. Well, he, he might be chasing the Super Bowl. Never know. I guess we'll see. Um, and then, yeah, sucks to be Matt Ryan right now. I think uh, he was so close. So close to greatness. We were this close to greatness. Um. And yeah, Cordell Patterson showing up, looking cool. Glad I picked him up off of waivers. And that's pretty much all I got to say for that game. We only have three games left, and there's one that I'm just not looking forward to talking about. But let's go. Indianapolis, Tennessee. Oh, wow, you're saving this for second to last. Okay. Oh, I skipped over it. I didn't even realize I skipped over Bengals uh, Steelers. I skipped over it after Chicago... Well, Brown. I was supposed to talk about that after that, but I skipped right over. Let's, I skipped right over. Well, we'll do it. Last. We'll go to Fuck them. It. Well, you know, do second. it last. I like that. We'll you do can last. hear me rip this team apart. Uh, Anyways, Indianapolis, Tennessee. This game went about <laughs> as uh, as much as as well as I thought it would actually. But I was surprised that Carson Wentz was in. And I actually, yeah, when I, he, I saw he was playing, and I was like, oh, maybe uh, this would be a better game, and it it really wasn't that great. He's probably he's probably playing injured, but that guy's injury prone, dude. Dude, nineteen thirty-seven. He is he's throwing the ball a lot. 
Dude, he's been he's been injured his whole career. Feels like. And what is he? Twenty eight. Your body's not gonna get better. He only deteriorates. Like it. it and you need. And and it seems like a theme, doesn't it? If Quentin Nelson. But that guy's. A, that guy's what did what did what did Andrew? Exactly. But what we talked about earlier, O line is you, you need everyone in, and this is why Andrew Luck retired. Am to I be wrong? fair, they built their off their offensive line is a lot better now it, than when Andrew Luck was playing. It's a lot better. It is. It is. But, but it's Carson Wentz is just a weird character. Like, he does not make the good He's business already, decisions. Yeah. <laughs> he. He he'll it's crazy. He'll take the hits, but he'll also try to like squirm and get out of stuff. And it's like, bro, you know that's gonna get, cause you injury. Just don't. Like, no one's gonna blame you. Like, you don't. Like, the Colts don't want you to be Patrick Mahomes right now. They just need you to be a solid, consistent quarterback. And right now, it does not look like that. Yeah, it's. I I don't know what to say about the Colts. Honestly, they're they're not looking good. Pittman looks very, very good uh, for that team. Should have had um, a touchdown pass, but Carson Wentz overthrew him, and that really upset me because I had Pittman starting in fantasy. Yeah, I just picked him up off the way or in a trade, and and I think that I actually traded Patterson for Pittman. The only reason is because I have a stacked running back core on a team that's just absolutely failing. So, um, yeah, I think I think they need a they need passing touchdowns. They're not seeing that. No passing game whatsoever. Uh, they have Naheem Hines and, and Jonathan Taylor. Maybe you make a trade. Trade one of them. Maybe give a rookie a chance to do something. I don't like as a backup. I. Uh, it's not looking very impressive for them. I mean, I get it. They have two very young quarter or running backs, but the life is short. You can always just draft one. <laughs> <laughs> like in all honesty, see what guys can do and as running backs in this league. Um, they they they, they need receivers though. They have Pascal and and and, and uh, Pittman and we've all we've obviously seen uh, Doyle. He's he's getting older. He's thirty one. He's dropping off very quick. Jack Doyle. Um, yeah, I, I really don't have much to say about this team. It's they could be a potential bottom feeder even though I didn't think they would be initially. So. Yeah, I mean, you sh- when they had Philip Rivers in last year, they they played all right and they were able to, you know, make playoffs. I don't know. I don't know what I don't know what to do with the Colts. I don't know how to feel about them. Well, their defense was sick last year too. Don't yeah. forget that. The defense was monstrous and they're um like a top 5 defense, I'd say, maybe even top 3. But the the yeah, it's Carson Wentz. Phil Rivers has been around long enough, and he knows how to run an offense. Um, but, yeah, let's move on from the Colts. just sounds like a depressing topic, to be honest with you. <laughs> Talk about the Titans for just a second. Ryan Tannehill had a fine game, threw two picks, three touchdowns. Derrick Henry did his thing, gets over 100 rushing yards. I'm just going to real quick. Uh, Tannehill also had 56 rushing yards. Good on him. And then uh, they spread out the ball passing. So, yeah, it's uh, – there you go. That's that game. We love Derrick Henry on this podcast. If you we don't, do. Derrick Henry, turn stands. it off. Derrick Henry stands. He's my favorite running back in the NFL. Without a We'd doubt. We'd like Derrick Henry to stay just like you guys. I'm totally kidding. But we love Derrick Henry. I think Derrick Henry should be on the 49ers. 
think we <laughs> of should make course. that trade. Give them Jimmy Garoppolo, even though they already have Ryan Tannehill, and that trade wouldn't make any sense. Just make it happen. Fuck it. I don't think there's any pieces that they need <laughs> from you guys. <laughs> I, don't I, I don't think so either. <laughs> Maybe if they had Zach Wilson, you need... Like, what? Oh, my goodness. Panthers-Houston. For some reason, I say the mascot and then the city for the other team recently. I don't know why I'm doing that, but uh, this game went, went exactly how I expected it to. Sam Darnold, over 300 yards, monster. I love that Sam Darnold's playing well. It really makes me feel like I am, I was right. And anytime I feel like I'm right, I'm just like, yes, Sam Darnold. Knew he was good. Dude. Yeah, and we've talked about it. Like, he's just on a crappy team, and he's only 24, dude. Like, he's played, what, this is his third or fourth season now? Mm-hmm. Third, I think. He's a monster. Chubba Hubbard, right? What an odd name to name your child. Christian McCaffrey <laughs> got injured this game, and he's on my starting roster. Where I also half. lost Raheem Mostert, and I'm just, I'm losing my mind out here, Steven. My team is falling apart at the seams. I want to cry. It's not going good. Well, if you if you haven't dropped Moster yet, I would definitely do that. I already have. I, I had to. They have it. too many too many weapons in the running back core that they could run if they ran the fucking ball. This is the problem, don't. though, is now I'm down to James, Cordell Patterson is my, is my backup running back right now behind James Robinson. I was looking pretty in the beginning. Christian McCaffrey, Raheem Mostert, James Robinson. I was like, man, I got three. Solid backs right now, oh, and man. then fucking Jacksonville doesn't want to use James Robinson, and now I have the other two are injured. Granted, McCaffrey's not going to be out for that long, but still, like that, that's killing me. And then I had James White too, who had start started to look well. Like he was getting a lot of receptions, and and he was looking good. He's injured too, so I'm just yeah. I'm I'm in a cesspool of just sadness. So wait, you didn't try to get um Chuba? No. Chubba Hubbard. Well, the, we have the waiver wire. Like it's like I would have to fight for him, and I don't have the good waiver. What's the word? You it's never the, know. I'm I'm solid in my league. I'm fifth out of twelve, and I picked him up with relative ease. He's in my lineup for this week. I took out. I put him in for uh, instead of a uh, Juju. I literally I haven't gotten a why. single waiver wire transfer I've wanted every week. Oh, I don't really? know why. I'm never, I'm oh. never number one, and people are just on it. It's just, uh, it's not great for me. Oh man, I got Heineke on that team too, and dude, he's put up 27 points back to back weeks. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm, it's... I'm pretty happy with my, with my. I'm a waiver wire guy though. That is me in fantasy. DJ Moore, get, I'm getting back to us by the way. DJ Moore <laughs> had a great game. Uh, Warren, 26 yards. I believe they just signed him, didn't they? Or am I crazy? Or has he been on the team? DJ Moore? On Carolina? Yeah, he's been on that team. Oh, he's been there for a long time. I'm thinking of a different... Oh, the Broncos signed somebody. Never mind, it doesn't matter. I'm stupid. You think of DJ Chark or some shit? No, never mind. Just ignore me. We're just going to move on from what I just said. Okay. He went to Maryland, by the way. University of Maryland. Uh, Davis Mills, another rookie that's getting a start, by the way. We could talk about another rookie who was not going to start, but just got thrusted into this. Uh, 
poor guy. Although, he didn't do <laughs> the worst I've ever seen. I mean, 168, one TD, no interceptions. Um, I mean, for a guy that has, like, literally this, everyone's just going to say the team's fucking terrible, so good fucking luck. Not bad. Uh, the run games. Oh, my God. The run game for the for the Texans is fucking atrocious. It's fucking unreal. It's so funny, too, because, like, they don't run the ball. Like, they do a little bit, but they spread it out too much. They don't even have a number one. They have David Johnson, Mark Ingram, and Phil Lindsay. Like It's awful. They're terrible. If I'm playing Madden right now, how are you not trading one of those for at least a seventh-round pick? Like, I don't care what value you get. Get rid of one of them. You don't need all those guys. You don't. Like, why don't you have a rookie learning from... Like, what is going on over there? Or, like, a young kid, like... And the funny thing is, is they don't run the ball. And Mills is forced to only pass the one guy. He's Brandon Cooks. 100 of his... 112 of the 168 yards went to Cooks. Oh, my God. (laughs) That's insane! This Texans team is fucking hilarious right now. Oh, my God. They're 1-2. I don't even know how they won that first game, to be honest with you. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. This team looks like it's in it's going to die. It, this team's imploding on itself as as we're watching it happen and they still have Deshaun Watson being investigated by the FBI and they won't trade him unless they get like literally a king's ransom. This the te- I, the Texans are a fucking cesspool of sadness right now. They're easily, like, if you don't, a franchise you 100% don't want to end up in right now, one of my top three has to be Houston. I would not want to end up there right now. It's it's looking it's looking worse and worse. Ugh. Yeah, it's, it's not looking great. All right, let's get to the last game. Go ahead, Steve. I'll let you rant. So last week... I said that if the Steelers lost another game when I went to the game. You would throw up. Not only that, I'd probably get banned from this stadium. I'm surprised no one has recognized me yet. I know I'm one for four going. And that's not a lot of games. But that is a crazy fan base. Anyone that knows me who's a Steelers fan probably hates me right now. And I'm so sorry. I actually have really developed... Uh, a love for this team. You know, I'm a Washington fan through and through, and I hate the Pittsburgh Penguins, but the Steelers are different. I love the culture there. I love how everyone freaks out for, for Sunday football. To me, it's just such an atmosphere. When you're in, when you're there, unless you hated the team coming in, you really, you, you really fall in love with the fan base. You love, you just love the culture there in Pittsburgh. And Ben's time is up. 38 for 58, 318 yards. Yes. Yes. First of all, you're throwing the ball way too much still when you have a Najee Harris who's just a when you, what a weapon. If you watch the game, Big Ben looks awful. He did not look good. He did not look good. The only reason why he had that many yards is because of Najee. Najee was all over the place. He had 102 receiving yards you know, on 14 receptions. He had 14 carries for 40 yards. The guy was getting the ball the entire game. He's the reason why they even had anywhere close to 10 points. Um, He looked bad. That interception, and you watched it. We both joked about it. 
That was atrocious. It was like, I could have made that pass. I could have made a better pass, but that way. Here, try this. Throw it away. Throw it on the ground. Throw it to your there guy. There were three guys just around that receiver. I don't know what he <laughs> what was a, thinking. Forget the three guys. He threw it directly to the guy who was right in front of him. It was a three-yard pass to the other team. <laughs> oh, it was really bad. He looks yeah, really bad. 300 yards, but oh my, I don't think yeah. you give the credit to, to Big Ben for those yards. <laughs> at all. Not at all. And now people are already crying in Pittsburgh because you know it's a fan base. They love their team. They're already crying for Rudolph or Haskins. They need to start Haskins, baby. <laughs> no, no. Those people who think they're geniuses and don't know anything about the game, they're like, oh, yeah. Like in like the the typical Pittsburgh, I think that I know everything fan who's like, we should trade Malkin for something. It's like, are you fucked? Like, <laughs> let's trade Malkin with tank for a package deal. No, 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 no. Shut up. Then you also the same thing. Start Haskins. First of all, I would definitely put Mason Rudolph above Haskins any day of the week. Second, that's Big Ben. That is your quarterback. Yes, if you really need to go there, sure. But I think this is a Tomlin issue. He said he already said he's not changing the identity identity of the team. We already know they love to pass the ball. They love throwing it deep. They love just having Ben throw it, and that's okay. But you need to give Najee having 14 carries after having a performance like that with, with receiving the ball for like what maybe two yard passes, and he's picking up the yards after that. You need to give this kid a chance because my God. He is an upgrade over any running back you've had over the past six years. Or, or five. Or, oh, Le'Veon Bell was good. I'd say, yeah, four or five Since years. Since Le'Veon he Bell. Been, yeah. He, 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 Le'Veon Bell is great. But now you have this kid who's putting up numbers like that this past week. And before that, you have James Conner. You cannot just avoid giving them the ball. He is too special. And that was a big problem. Um, you cannot rely on Ben's arm because it is shot. And I hate saying that because we all know Big Ben, great career. But that, that Bengals team, they didn't do anything crazy good. They just capitalized off Pittsburgh's stupid decisions. Joe Burrow threw the ball 18 times. That's it. Just 18. 18 times. Three he touchdowns. still threw three touchdowns. Yeah. <laughs> Joe Mixon ran it 18 times, the same, like, literally split. 18 passes, 18 rushes, he got 90 yards. And Jamar Chase got two touchdowns. Jamar Chase is a, it's looking like a monster out there. He and Joe Burrow, the connection was real. And you know what? When they drafted Jamar Chase, I literally I was ripping on the Bengals for that choice. And right now, I look like an idiot. So I'm going to have to take that L. Another L I have to hold. Bailey, I have one thing to say about that choice. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. <laughs> Go Tigers. <laughs> oh, my God. Is there anything else you got for this game, Steven? Nope. I'm worried for Pittsburgh. Um, once again, thanks for losing me money. Um, <laughs> yeah, why do I, I, why do I bet on them? I don't know. I, I don't know. I uh man, I'm sorry for anyone that went to the game and I took away that experience from you because that was just an absolute dumb fight. It was a, it was a shit show. 
of a performance from that team, and I'm so sorry. I went. Maybe I'll give my. I'll go back to going to night games. I'm one and zero on night games, or zero and four on on day day games. So maybe I'll try to go to a night game in the blistering cold again because that's what against the Ravens and they they won that game. So maybe maybe I can go back to one of those, but I might take a break from the daytime games. It's not looking good. Yeah, don't go to the games anymore. <laughs> Thanks, just don't Billy. go. Just don't go. It's not worth it. Oh, man. Just don't gasoline on the fire, buddy. <laughs> All right. Let's go into Beast or Least. We have changed it up a little bit. Uh, Steve is doing Beast Least uh, for just in general teams, and I am doing specific players. So I'm going to hit it up with my Beast on offense this week. I, there was a lot, of cho- lot to choose from, and I could have chosen it like a Josh Allen, but I chose my man, Justin Tucker. For his record-breaking kick to win them the game. That was insane. Not very often you get to see someone break a record. So I'm going to go ahead and say, you know, obviously there's a special team. Like, he's a special teams player. He got points. That's offense. So I'm calling it offense player. You're calling it offense? I'm calling it offense. He got points. Wow. He got points. That's offense. So Justin Tucker is my offense player of the week. Fucking GOAT. What you got, Steven? Uh, this one is difficult. Um, but I do think I have to go with... I just don't want to say the Bills. I don't. I, I do think they played well. I can't say the Bills. I could say this, though. The Chargers. My offensive team beast for the week. I just think that a, a team against the, the... Like a team like the Chiefs, it's hard to out... I'll compete them offensively. They had everything spread out for them. Mike Williams stepped up. And once again, Justin Herbert is proving to be a great pick. So I'm going to go with Chargers. Huge one for them. I think they're going to be a big playoff contender. Solid. Uh, My least on offense uh, is going to be Justin Fields. And... I mean, it's pretty obvious. Six for 20, 60 yards, sacked nine times. I mean, that's not really his fault, but still. And uh, he had a six QBR. It was rough, rough game for him. It seems like the rookies uh, just keep showing up for the least on offense, except for that first week where I gave it to Aaron Rodgers. And you know what? I'm going to say he uh, listened to our podcast, and he was like, you know what? I'm not the least. And he came out and did well. That's what I'm going to say his motivation was, even though clearly it was not. He has no idea... Who the fuck I am, but that's fine. We're just gonna roll with it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, Jets are too easy to pick. Yes, they got shut out, but Christ Almighty, do the Bears didn't even combine for 150 yards rushing Honestly, and passing. I agree it's with bad. you. It's bad. I I think it's, the Bears got points, but they looked so much worse somehow. <laughs> it's, they did. They it's did. Fucking crazy. It, it, it looked like nothing was going. Nothing. They, no, they didn't have a single receiver of more than three receptions, right, or 30 receiving yards. They're running back at 34 yards and possibly one of the worst O-line games ever seen. Your quarterback is sacked nine times, can't even reach 70 yards through the air, couldn't even receive – you couldn't even get to seven receptions – like ten receptions, same exact numbers, six receptions of – or completion, sorry. That's just not good. Do better, Chicago, because your fan base is not happy right now. 
We're just revolving around the Bears game right now because my beast on defense is Miles Garrett with his four and a half sacks and four tackles for a loss. Man, absolutely beasted. Uh, is it's just the antithesis the antith the Oh jeez antithesis. <laughs> I love that. I had to that I had to I had to just snap myself in yeah. Yeah, you the antithesis of the Bears' <laughs> offense was was the Browns' defense. Miles Garrett <laughs> is my beast defensive player of the week. That was unbelievable, man. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that. All right, we've all been there. We've all been there. It happens to me all the time. Miles Garrett, great choice, by the way. Took the lead in sacks in just one game. Um, uh, our beast for defense. Oh man, dude, this is this is tough. I gotta go Vikings. Vikings. I know Interesting. it's the way they shut down. I know the the Seahawks have had a have had you know they haven't been hot in the second half, but you also have to remember that is a team that you don't expect to continually have a bad second half. Russell Wilson, we all know what he's about. Chris Carson. DK Metcalf. I know Tyler Lockett got hurt, but still, that is a solid offense. And the Vikings, they stole that game. They did. Yes, they had support from their offense, but going in 0 2, uh, that against a team like Seahawks, that was a big win. I think defense was a big part of that. Um, there were a few other teams I had in mind. Um, but that, some, that some dishonorable was... mention, or no? This is this is the honorable mentions, not dishonorable. That's next. <laughs> yeah, I thought I thought that was a big that was a big game for them. So, uh, yeah, big big shout out to them. They played well. The only other team I could think of, and I, it would have been more of a beast as a defensive player, which was that that one hundred nine yard uh, return on that on that uh, field goal attempt, which should have yeah. changed the game for that the Jaguars, sick. but. I wasn't going to take that one play and say, oh, they play great. Sure. Uh, my least defense, uh, it's going to be the 49ers secondary. I'm just clumping them together real quick. Oh, you're just clumping the whole secondary. Just clumping them together. That was really bad. The whole game, they, they played awful. It was really bad. And I know there are injuries, so it sucks. Um, but n- either way, it's it was bad. It was really bad, and I didn't want to pick one out. I could have just picked a random corner. I could have, but it's the whole secondary. And then allowing a two-play uh, tw- in 27 seconds for the for the Packers to to get their touchdown or get their field goal. I keep saying touchdown, but to get their field goal to win the game. Uh, what's the word? It's – I can't think of the word. I can't think of it either. They, sh- it sh- they should not have it. allowed it. There's a word for that. They, sh- uh, okay. they shouldn't have they let it happen. Prevented it? They should have prevented it. Something. They shouldn't have let it happen. That's <laughs> what I'm going with. I'm going. I'm going simplified. <laughs> I need to work on the okay. vocabulary. You're fucking funny, bro. <laughs> I said prevented it, and you're like, ah, I can't think of the word. <laughs> okay. But that's I not what I was. That's not what I was thinking of. I, I know. I know. I was just like, that's a, that seems like a pretty simple word that you could use. But anyways, I'll go into mine. I was biased last week. I said Taylor Heineke offensive. Beast of the week this week, defensive least, the Washington football team. Yes, we all know the Bills have a beastly offense. Chase Young, 
needs to pick it up. Their secondary needs to pick it up. All around, they've let up, what, over 70 points in the last two weeks? What was it, 43 plus 29, right? Is that yeah. 72 points or something like that? Yeah. That's rough. How I do accounting, I barely do that. <laughs> 72 points in two weeks, that's not good. Um, and, the, and last week they played against the Giants, who are 0-3. I know I have up Daniel Jones, but still, bro, you cannot let up that many points especially when you are supposed to be known as a top two defense in the league. I mean, before the league, before the season started, them and the Steelers were supposed to be top two, and neither team looks like a top two defense right now, I'll tell you that. So, in um, defense of the yeah. Steelers, no T.J. Watt really <clears throat> sucks for them. And no T.J. Still, Watt. They've been doing okay, but just – And ball – yeah, and just control – ball possession has been an issue because they have Big Ben thrown into the other team. So <laughs> – and that's, yeah, that's beast or least. Tweet at us. Tell us who your beast and least are. At Chell and Chill. Two L's on Chell. Two L's on Chill. And let's Good roll guys. into our last segment. Oh, we have another segment. That's our last one. It's the one we always end on. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. So, last week, we both were 10 and 6. Uh, in total, we're both 33 and 15. We are, and, you know, part of the reason is because we... You know, we choose so similar similarly, but it's funny because whenever we do we disagree, we always even out. Yeah, and it's I'm weird. not. I'm not a big fan of our record right now, Bailey. I mean, I feel like some of these games should be easy, but we have not done well. Thirty-three and fifteen is still kind of weak. We did good we, on week two. We did. Last week, crush us ten and six. Ugh. Anyways, let's go into it, buddy. All right. I'm pumped. Tomorrow night's game, Jacksonville, Bengals. I'm going Bengals on this one. Yeah, Bengals, absolutely. Uh, Tennessee, I got to – hold on. I got to stop saying the city and then the other team's the mascot. Titans-Jets. Oh, it doesn't bother me at all. Uh, I'm going Titans on this one. I think that there's just no way Jets are figuring it out anytime soon. Yeah, the Titans are a powerhouse. (laughs) I still think the Titans are a powerhouse, so I don't think they lose the Jets at all. No. Uh, Chiefs-Eagles. I'm going to go Chiefs. But once again, mark my words, Eagles pull off a win here. Don't be shocked. There's no – I would be fucking stunned. There's no way the Chiefs are going to drop three in a row. What did I say earlier, though? Jalen Hurts, I feel like he has that ability to have those weird big games in that Eagles team. I don't know. But I do see the Chiefs winning. But Eagles, I don't think it's going to be as big of a blowout. I think the Chiefs are going to come back strong and ruin the Eagles. That's what I think. All right. Well, we'll touch on that. <laughs> we got Carolina-Dallas. <clears throat> <clears throat> this is hard. You can go first if you already know. I this is tough. I'm gonna go Dallas. They are going. You know what? I'm going the upset here. I know the three and but we already know Dallas. They kept it with the Chiefs. I'm going Panthers. 
I'm in, I mainly because I've I just picked up Hubbard on two teams. <laughs> I want to see them do. I want to see them do well. Let's let's let let me really root for the Panthers this weekend. Let's go Panthers. Let's go. Giants, Saints. Oh my God, that's not a horrible one. You go first again. This is tough. <laughs> I can see the Giants getting their first win this week. I just don't trust the Saints. I'm going Saints. I'm going to go Saints, too, because I just made a bold prediction with the Panthers. But, god damn, dude. I can see the Giants pulling this off big time. Browns. Saints. Vikings. Cleveland. I know it seemed like I said that too easily. And I know it's going to put Vikings down, even though I said that they're going to probably be a playoff contender and come bounce back this year. But this this is a solid team. I, I, I'm going Cleveland. I'm going to go Vikings. Woo! Yeah, I think I think uh, the Vikings are going to go on a roll for a minute here. We'll see. I think the Browns play down in the competition sometimes. You know what? I, I'd like to go back. I'd like to see Cowboys over Panthers. <sighs> that hurts <laughs> to say, but I, I have to. I have to. <laughs> okay. If you guess. don't mind, I'm, I have to. I don't to. care. Uh, but are you going to pick – oh, wait, Browns. You said Browns. We're good. I'm still going Browns, though. Oh, this one's going to be fun. Uh, Lions, Bears. Oh, no. I already know who <laughs> I got. I'll tell you who I got. Oh, my God. I'm going to go Bears. I'm going right. Lions. I'm going Lions. Really? Do you think that they're going to repeat that week again? I think the Lions have been playing a lot better than their record indicates, and I think that this is a game that they can win, and I think they will. You're correct. I think golf has actually played a lot better than people anticipated this year, too. This one's going to be the easiest one of the week. Uh, Houston, Buffalo. <laughs> You're right, Buffalo. Yeah, Buffalo. We're just going to quickly move through that. Uh, Colts, Dolphins. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I don't know who you think, Bailey. I think I know who I who I who I have, but it's a this one's one. a <clears throat> neither team looks all that pretty. I'm you know what? Go I, I'll, I'll, I'm gonna go Dolphins as well. I I think that I think that for some reason, dude, I just don't think Wentz is gonna have it in them. I can see the Dolphins pulling away with Jacoby. So fair. Uh, Washington, Atlanta. <clears throat> Sad thing is, I can see Atlanta winning this game. I really can. It's like it's like a it's like a sixty forty me on Washington. I'm going Washington because that's my team. But I I I would not be shocked if Atlanta won. I'm going Washington, Boy. and I would be surprised if they lost. You would? Yeah. Atlanta's wow. really bad right now. <laughs> they still have a win. Yep, and they beat the Giants. So I don't know. Uh. That's also look the team that your played. team beat, yeah. So I don't know. <laughs> look at look how look at how close our game was. Yeah, uh, man, I'm just gonna have to watch tough game after tough game. Seattle, San Francisco. Bailey, Bailey, I'm I'm gonna take your side, San Fran. I'm going San Fran. I'm I going think that... San Fran as well. I, I, they're at home, and that's the big thing. 
I think the big thing is the Seattle is doing really rough in the second half. Yeah. And we'll and see how that the, goes. We also saw what they did against the Packers just recently. They played very well, so. Yeah. Ooh, this one's fun. Cardinals, Rams. Ooh, man, that is fun. <clears throat> Someone's no, going to stay undefeated. Though. You know who you're picking? Rams. <clears throat> Absolutely, right, Rams. I'll, I'm going Cardinals. I'm a big uh, Kyler Murray guy, so I Cardinals, please don't let me down. I cannot let Bailey get a lead on me in this. <laughs> There's literally the only thing we're doing this for is pride. Maybe next season we'll have a we'll have a bet. <laughs> well, that would actually be fun. Yeah. Maybe uh, we'll do something like that for the playoffs. Sure. We got Steelers, Packers. It's tough saying this against my boys, but I have to go Packers. It's not looking good for Pittsburgh right now. I gotta go Packers as well. Uh, Pittsburgh is looking real rough. Right I now. really, I really want to say Steelers, but. Here's also the thing we have to remember. Steelers won <laughs> against the Bills. <laughs> but they it was heavily on their defense, and they don't have T.J. Watt right now. Yeah, they don't have T.J. Watt. Yeah, Packers. Oh, so sad. I'm sorry, Steelers fans. Ravens, Broncos. Oh, you know what? I didn't think this would be so hard. You go first. I'm honestly... Uh, my gut said Ravens, but I'm thinking Broncos. And not because they're Reno. They played the three worst teams in the league, and they lost. It's just the Ravens have been looking like crap. Their wins are not good wins. So I'm, I'm gonna going to go Broncos. Ravens. All right. I'm going to go Ravens. Fair enough. Let's make this fun. It's a tough one, though. <clears throat> yeah, that's, a, that's an interesting one. Um... Next, you have ooh, the return of Brady to the <clears throat> to Foxborough. If I'm betting Brady again, I just I don't know what do you think, Billy. I, I do. You, this, this is, is something I've been down with. This is one like where usually we don't talk a lot about like the upcoming games and our predictions, but like what do you think, dude? This one's do you just think such... Brady goes off? I still I think the Buccaneers are gonna win. But so it's very interesting to know that Belichick – I don't know what Belichick's going to do against Brady because he obviously knows the quarterback. But <laughs> even even if he does, I don't it's know. Brady. Is he going to be the only and, one and that it, knows how to stop Brady? Yeah, and the well, the Bucks are also just a better team. But they are. They're a lot better. I think it's, if, it's, if Belichick had a, a better team – then I might be able. I might put my money on, on if, Belichick. If they had a Washington, or I, I can't even say that right now. If they had like a Bills type defense, I would. I would. I would be definitely considering saying Patriots could come away. But yeah, Bucks. And the Monday night game. This one's cool. <clears throat> this one's a fun one too. Uh, Raiders Chargers. Really. I have a feeling we're going to differ on this one. Just because it's another one that's up in the air. These are always hard. What do you think? I'm going to give it to you. I'm going Chargers. I was afraid you were going to say that. <clears throat> I'll go Raiders to make really? this even more interesting. And the Raiders um, are my number two team. I just think that they are, they're going to have to drop one soon. And I think the Chargers are good enough to do that. Yeah, that is true. That is true. But also they the Raiders have been playing. Need... If the Raiders keep playing the way they're playing... Fuck, they could win. 
if they win this week, I can guarantee they're going five and zero because the week after they're playing the Bills or, or the Bears. So <laughs> we are very different this week, and I like it. I like it too. I was hoping for this to happen, and we knew that like it wouldn't be. You know, we have to now at this point we have to base it off of how teams have been playing versus what we thought going into the year. You know, this is the this is probably the hardest time to actually predict. Is is like from week four to week seven. Uh, this is going to be the toughest time to predict what's going to happen. And yep. this is where we're going to see one of our records get a little bit more lopsided. Or it'll go even and we'll just still have a shitty record overall <laughs> between both of us. All right. We've been going on for too long. I had fun this podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed listening. If you got in this point, like, follow, share, all that good stuff. Send us a tweet. We're going to be doing those polls. I think that's going to be really fun to do. Chell and chill. Two L's on chell. Two L's on chill. Have a fantastic day. Stay happy. Stay healthy. Money damages. <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> <laughs>